0: Big Crit shows up on the Breakfast Club to promote his new album, and the wisdom is dripping in every sentence on this interview. I've had the pleasure to analyze the interview and give a full analysis here on Black Equity. Crit put out a project that's dope. And the the thing with this, for all the Black Equity listeners who have been following us from day one, I I thank you. All the Black Equity insiders who are uh, receiving premium information uh, daily in their uh, inbox. The thing with this interview is it confirms a lot of what we've been saying all this time. A lot of what we've been talking about since the beginning of this podcast, since episode one, now to uh, episode one hundred and forty six. I mean, congratulations to all the people that have been a part of this journey so far. And we're really just getting started as we approach uh, the second half and as we are in the second half of 2019. I'm just studying this interview. And I've studied the music, and I have to give you the wisdom that I'm seeing. And it's actually a very beautiful moment for the culture, because we've been talking about people being independent. We've been talking about controlling your own narrative and uh, building something organically. We've been talking about that since the beginning. And so this is, in many ways, the manifestation of that idea, Big Crit sits down on The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne, DJ Envy, Angela Yee. They've been doing a wonderful job over the last few weeks and the last few months. And really, you have to give The Breakfast Club their props for the last eight years. Each one of the people that are on The Breakfast Club have all had their own different issues, things that we've discussed or, or not have discussed on this uh, podcast. But man, the Breakfast Club has been holding it down for eight or nine years now. And I know their contracts may be up in the next year or two. So appreciate the Breakfast Club while you still can. Appreciate them. That being said, this interview brought a lot of gems and a lot of wisdom. And I want to get to the first piece of wisdom that, that caught my eye. For me, the first thing that, that stands to me was actually towards the end of this interview where Angela Lee is talking to Big Crit and she's asking him, hey, would you ever consider signing to a major label again? And he laughs. Big Crit says, no, nah, I'm not going back to the plantation. Here's your first piece of wisdom. Your first piece of wisdom is once you're free, don't go back. Once you are free, once you've reached that place of pure freedom, don't go back. Don't go back to what used to uh, hold you back. Now, that goes for business owners, investors. If you're currently working uh, as an employee, if you're a teacher, a counselor, whatever it is in your personal life or professional life, once you get free from whatever it is you've been trying to get free from. It would be foolish because see this episode and this podcast is all about being wise. The opposite of wise is being a fool. The opposite of wisdom is to be foolish and to go back to what used to bound you or hold you back would be foolish. And so the conversation really is sprinkled all throughout this narrative. The entire interview is about being free. If, if anything, that's really what this episode is all about. Is Once I reach freedom, once I reach that place in my career, in my business, as an investor, as whatever I am, once I reach freedom, I have to make sure I do nothing to put myself back into the arms of someone else's grasp. Be says, no, I'm not going back to a major label unless, unless it's a partnership. That, my friends, is major jewels. Stop signing over your rights so you can be a part of something that's bigger than yourself with no equity. If you're going to be a part of something Make sure you're you are a partner, you have equity, and you have some type of stake in the game. This is very vital because a lot of you are on the come up. A lot of you have built businesses. A lot of you are investing in businesses. A lot of you are building your careers. And I'm here to tell you, as you are operating and moving in this space that we call life, there are going to be opportunities that come up They're going to ask you to not take equity, but to give your full rights over to somebody else. People are going to ask you to give your time, your energy, your money, your blood, sweat and tears to help build their brands. And they're not going to offer you anything in return other than a paycheck. Many people always ask me on Twitter, on social media Why are you always saying wisdom is greater than money? Why is that such a narrative for you? This is why. Because someone can give you a check with no equity, and then when they cash in on a million dollar project and cash in on your likeness and all the things that you've built up, you get nothing on the back end. You get the the check on the front end and nothing on the back end. Many people are afraid to do this. They're afraid to go and, and, and seek partnerships because there may not be anything on the front end. It's all back end work. And uh, many people would uh, push away and say, well, I don't get nothing on the front end. Here's the thing. Back end equity is very important and is, it sometimes can be more valuable than any f- front end fee. That being said, the greatest thing you can do in business is do both. If you're able to manifest the front end and the back end, that's awesome. That's beautiful. I say go for it. But if someone is trying to take over your brand, someone is trying to take over your likeness. What Big Crit is saying on this episode, on on this interview, he is is simply saying, if you want to have full creative control of the process of your brand, you must contain and retain. Pure black equity in your work. To not have that would be a detriment to everything that you're building. And so, for many of you, I am saying to you, I am saying, listen to this wisdom, pay attention to this wisdom, and apply this wisdom. Once you are free, my friends, do not go back. The second piece of wisdom that I noticed here was a really quick uh, soundbite that Big Crit was talking about. He was talking about being independent, how uh, there could be more money that comes in when you're independent and how he doesn't want to sign with anyone else and he's enjoying the freedom of, of doing his thing. All makes perfect sense to me. And so what do you do with the extra money now, right? He's saying he's getting bigger checks and things are flying through. He was talking about, you know, traveling and going on tour and and uh, meeting with a lot of these radio stations in person. And it's an awesome thing to just listen to it. And, you know, as I'm building our podcast and our networks and I'm working with other business owners who are building their world. It is a wonderful thing to be truly independent and uh, working on something that you're truly passionate about. And so I understand where he's coming from. And it's funny that Big Crit is talking about this because the same thing that he's mentioning is what I've been talking about for several months. He said, yeah, I'm making a lot more money, but guess what I'm really doing is I'm taking that money and I'm reinvesting back into the company. I'm taking that money and I'm reinvesting back into the company. You know, there's these people in the culture who, uh, it it appears that they kind of judge you off of the amount of money you have. (laughs) If you're a millionaire or are you wealthy or you, I guess I just don't define wealth the way other people define wealth. I define wealth as freedom. And sometimes the best freedom is taking the money that you've already accumulated and then putting it right back into uh, profitable ventures. I remember Dame Dash was talking about that at one time. He's like, as soon as I get money, I put it right back into the streets. You know, as soon as I get money, I put it right back into another project. So I I never waste money on, on unnecessary things. And... You know, I'm not not trying to give you financial advice or how to do that. I'm sure we'll be having more guests on who can possibly give you that advice. All I'm saying is if you're making more money by being independent, make sure you're putting your money into places where your assets can grow, whether it be back into that company or other uh, diversified assets. Put your money back into places that can grow, not liabilities, my friends, I see a lot of people are playing the liability game. They're they're chasing liabilities instead of assets. And so we have to have this conversation. The second piece of wisdom is put money into assets, not liabilities. Now, I'm going to actually change that, that a little bit and say, don't just put money into assets, but put wisdom, time, energy into assets over liabilities. And that also means your friendships, your associations, uh, the community in which you work with, the different companies that you work with. Everything that you are uh, pouring into should be something that could either pay you back in some way or help the community in some way. In my opinion, I would challenge you to truly adopt this piece of wisdom I I mention this because I'm noticing people are talking about, you know, receiving money and how much money they have and what they do with that money and how they put it into this person and that person. And they spend, you know, this amount on that person. Look, fellas, if the woman you're with wants you to take all your money and to pour it into clothes and Cars and all this other stuff. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying perhaps, just perhaps, find someone who understands that by taking that money into pouring it into other assets, they'll be able to get all that stuff at a later time. There's there's something about deferred gratification that is very important in our community. We're a lot of us are too busy trying to trick off. And, and be seen and have the, the, the nicest car and have the biggest house and, and uh, stunt for everybody that's in front of us instead of just taking that $10,000, $100,000, join an investment club, put it into this asset, uh, look into that venture, do this over here and do that over there, spread your money in different places, plant seeds. Great seeds deserve great soil. And so if you're taking your money and you're just throwing it into clothes and cars and all these depreciating uh, assets, really (laughs) depreciating liabilities. If you're just throwing all your money over there, that, my friends, is not wisdom. That, my friends, is truly not wisdom. And so I'm challenging you today. The as your money is increasing, because I know you've been listening to Black Equity. I know you've been applying the wisdom. I know your business is growing. I know because people are reaching out to me saying, wow, I never knew the different things that I could accomplish by staying focused and staying disciplined. Because see, here, I'm not really giving you money advice. I'm giving you life advice. I'm giving you wisdom advice. You can go to these other places for the money talks and the, all the other stuff. But here's the thing on Black Equity. Money is just a byproduct of value and value is a byproduct of being able to manifest your thoughts and manifesting your thoughts must be uh, groomed by having pure wisdom attached to them. And so everything comes from thought, everything comes from wisdom, even the money. So all the people who have all the money talks, bravo, great, great for you. That's that's Awesome. Like, great. But everything comes back to thought. Every Everything on this planet began with a thought. Nothing, to me, supersedes thought. So that's why on this podcast, what we're trying to talk about is wisdom. Let's look at the wisdom. Let's look at the thought. Let's look at how we are operating in our minds. Because if you can show me what you're thinking, I can show you where you're heading. And if I can show you where you're heading... I can then steer you in a different direction based off of your mindset. Your mindset, your thoughts matter the most. And it's not about having necessarily uh, a a money mindset. I mean, that is part of it. It's about having a growth mindset. It's about improving yourself every single day. And how do you do that? You do that by reinvesting in assets. That means investing in books, investing in knowledge, investing in wisdom, investing in uh, other investments. These are key areas that you should be putting your money, your time, your wisdom and your energy back into. And that's what Big Crit is trying to tell us here. Don't skip over that piece of wisdom. Write that down. Wisdom number three is something that we've been saying for quite some time. Now, a lot of people who know me know that I'm not necessarily the biggest Big Crit fan. I mean, we got to keep it honest. We got to keep it funky. I'm not going to come on here and try to do some bandwagon stuff. When it comes to bandwagon, I think that's one of the worst things you can be. Look, I'm a Laker fan. I've been a Laker fan since I was like seven years old when I met Magic Johnson in Hawaii. I've been a Dallas Cowboy fan since I was six or seven years old uh, you know, as well. So uh, there's teams that I've been with forever. Now, all of a sudden, everybody want to be a Laker fan and people are jumping on the Clippers and you know, people will jump on anything. And now uh, I am big on promoting things that I think are really dope. Now, some people will see that and they'd be like, oh, he clout chasing or he's, you know, jumping on the bandwagon. No, I I, I, th- I really thought your brand was dope. And I'm just telling you, hey, your brand is dope. And really, my job here on Black Equity is to find really dope brands, invest in those brands, whether it be monetarily or through uh, just giving them an opportunity to shine, giving them a spotlight. That's really what my job is, this is what I've been doing really my entire life, finding dope stuff letting people know about it, and then watching those things blow up. I always meet people right before they're about to transition into another level. It, it It's just the way it always works out. People tend to laugh at that because they think I'm being, I don't know, fool of myself. I, I don't know. But I'm just telling you my experience. Now, I say that to say I haven't been the biggest BitCrit fan I'm not jumping on any bandwagons. I'm not going around saying, oh, he's definitely top five and "Oh, the world is, is shifting and Big Crit and took over. I'm not doing that. I am saying that this is a really dope project. Crit is Here is a dope project and here's why it's dope and he tells you why it's dope. He said for once, he he didn't produce the whole album. For once, he let the collective effort kind of carry some of that weight. That, my friends, is the purest wisdom that we heard in this interview. Big Crit is known for doing all the production and all the lyrics and all the, he's producing the whole thing. And I'll just be honest with you, some of the projects that I heard before, I just be like, oh, oh, when will this project end? You know, it's not, That I have anything negative against him. I know he's a dope rapper. I know the beats are dope. But it just never, it, it just always feels, it feels very boxed in to me. And I just, I'd be listening to it and I'm just like, okay, I'll give it a listen. It gets one listen and that's it. But this project, my friends, he did something a little bit different. And because he did something just a tad bit different, that's why he's on Black Equity. I don't think we've had Big Crit on on here before. If we did, you know, send me a message. I don't recall there being an episode about Big Crit. I, I don't recall that. I do recall putting him on the playlist several times. If you are an active listener of the playlist, you do know that we have featured him several times. But this is his first time appearing under the examination of black equity. Why do I bring all this up? Because the collective effort of being able to work with other producers and other rappers and letting someone else kind of uh, steer the ship allowed him to just rap. Just be great at what you do. I don't know if, if production is necessarily his strongest suit. Doesn't mean he's weak at it. I'm just saying there could be other people who that's all they focus on that allows him to be great. So how does that translate to business? Collaboration and the collective effort is so key If there's somebody out there that can do Facebook ads or do your online marketing or do your recruitment or whatever it is that you have going on that can do it better than you. Yes, you, you are able to do it. I'm not saying you can't, you can't, you can't. I'm just saying there's some things that I can do and there's some things that you can do better. There's some things that I can do better and there's some things that you can do better. There's no need for me to go chasing after things that aren't my strength. That's why I told y'all a couple months ago, find the best in the world. And, you know, many people started hitting me up on social media. Like, what does that mean? What it means is you find someone who does that thing better than anyone else, you know. Better than anyone else you could possibly think of. That person is someone I should partner with because when they do that element, they do that better than I do. So he goes out, Big Crit, he finds a Rico love. You find someone who's able to put together hits, be able to put together the right sounds to elevate your project to another level. Because Big Crit isn't known for making those kinds of sounds. He's known for being a dope rapper and hitting the pockets. That's what we love Big Crit for. I, I think my favorite project from Big Crit, if we're going down memory lane, is Forever in the Day. That is my favorite project. I don't rem- remember who did the, the, the work on that project, but that project was dope. And ever since then, you know, the, the the lyrics have gotten better. He's gotten better, but I've never felt it in my soul like I did that project. Until now, now Big Crit is able to focus. He's able to do what he does best because of a collective effort, a collective effort of having a team of people work on the project together. They said here that when you get around other producers, other creators, it elevates your exposure and growth, growth only happens after you've been exposed to new ideas. Growth only happens when you've been exposed to new ideas. So if you have a brand and you are in a particular industry, get around other people in that industry. Partner up with other people on certain projects. It doesn't have to be forever. You could do something like a three-month project or a one-year project and work on these things together if you learn to Collaborate. What I have found is you have to be uh, very knowledgeable of where you're not strong at. And I notice a lot of people in the culture are collaborating and they're doing really great work. I will say this, though, as a caveat, I'll say this. Be careful who you collaborate with, because the very people that you're shaking hands with and doing work with today, you have to look yourself in the mirror tomorrow. So don't just go around just check, you know working with just anybody. I am saying find the best in the world, high character, high quality, and very strong in what they do. And you don't have to interrupt their brand. They don't have to interrupt your brand. But if you work together, you can make something really pop off for your market. Big Crit did that, and now he has a possible possible grammy nominated project now that being said i am not on the big crit bandwagon i am however a supporter of the culture and the culture is telling me that big crit has one hell of an album the culture is telling me that freddie Gibbs has one hell of an album the culture is telling me that benny the butcher has one hell of an album That's what the culture says, and the culture always decides what happens. Not Black Equity, not DJ Motri, not DJM Wisdom. The culture decides. All I can do is show you what the culture is saying and the wisdom in it all. Check out The Big Crit Project, listen to the interview, and decide for yourself. Until next time, my friends, you've been listening to Black Equity. I am DJM Wisdom. I'm so excited for all the great things that we've accomplished so far this year. And if you're interested in learning to uh, invest in multifamily properties, if you're looking to invest in the cannabis industry, if you're looking to be spotlighted here on Black Equity, if you're looking to join our Black Investors Fantasy Football League, all you have to do is send me a message and also become an insider. My friends, it's been a pleasure. I'll talk to you soon.